BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey. Hey, guys. (laughs) Welcome back to What We Said Podcast. This is Chelsea. And I'm JC. And this week... We are talking about heartbreak. We're talking about the worst ways you've ever broken up with someone or the worst way you have gotten broken up with. And how you got through those trying, terrible, horrific breakups. And the reason we wanted to record this podcast episode this week, tell them, Chelsea. Well, okay. So first things first, I had heard a while ago this fact that the holiday season is when the most breakups happen. And I figured because you're going home to family and, and if you don't want to bring them home to the family, then you're not going to bring, then you're going to break up with them before it gets serious. Mm, that makes you sense. know, that's when you really evaluate. So anyways, here is a post from the Washington post. This is called the Turkey drop. That's what it's called when you break up yeah, with them. When you break up with them right before Thanksgiving, it's called the Turkey drop and it's a specific kind of breakup. It's when you're, it's mostly for freshmen in, co- in college, when you are still dating your high school sweetheart, sweetheart, and you guys go off to college and then it's about Thanksgiving time. And you're both like, okay, this is not working. It's been a couple months into college. You're starting to get into your new groove and you start to realize maybe you were dumb in high school and you're not dating the person you need to be with. Interesting. Okay. So let me read this little part from the Washington Post. A phenomenon most commonly seen among, but not limited to, college freshmen, turkey dropping refers to people dumping their, typically long distance, significant other either right before or around Thanksgiving time. Holidays are landmarks on which to build, maintain, or sever relationships. So while turkey dropping may seem harsh, there are a few reasons, like it happens, family's a big influence, so... If you do bring them around or if you suddenly realize this person is not going to get along with my family, you drop them. Um, the falls when new students realize they want out. I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah. So there's lots of sense. reasons. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because I dropping. heard that it's a it's um, prime engagement time, I think. Like the most people get engaged in December. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I got engaged the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. A few years ago. And the next day... I broke my hand and I could not wear my engagement ring for basically most of the time that we were even engaged. So that was not fun. But yeah, yeah. it was the day before Thanksgiving a few years ago. So yeah, because I got engaged in December. You got engaged in November. And also me and Nick, when we broke up, we broke up at the end of, Noct- at the end of October. 
Oh, when did you get back because together? Because it was this, I turkey dropped him basically because Tell it was, that. I'm going to be turkey dropping you. <laughs> yeah. You're a turkey. Consider yourself dropped. <laughs> um, no, because we had been long distance. He was in Idaho and I, we were dating during the summer and then we went off to college in different States and we tried it out for a couple months and then it wasn't working. And that's when you kind of start to get real with yourself. Like, I'm going to be here for another whole year. And obviously there was lots of reasons that went into the breakup, but we'll get into that in a little bit. First, we're going to give you a quick little life update. So I'm JC's texting. No, I'm not. (laughs) I was just looking at my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea's in California. I got back from Hawaii about a week ago. It was so fun. We went with our friends Zoe and Josh for Josh's birthday And we were there for almost a week. It was our first time leaving Lady, which was sad, but also it gave me comfort to know that she like was thriving while we were gone. We um, got her a dog sitter through this this app called Rover. Sponsor us, Rover. (laughs) Please sponsor me. Um, And it was so, so smooth and good. Like the whole process was awesome. It's basically you just can look at people's profiles and decide who you want to board your dog with. And then you pick someone and they have ratings and they'll send you photos and videos every day. So every day that we were in Hawaii, they would like send us photo updates and stuff. That's the best. Which is so nice. It's seriously like your child when mm-hmm. you leave it. Well, that's how oh, I Oh yeah, felt. for sure. Um, so, but that was really nice. And we had so much fun in Hawaii. That was Leif and I's first, mine and Leif's, sorry, first trip together in like six months, which is crazy because we usually travel a lot more than that together. But oh wow. I mean our first trip where we weren't just mm-hmm. road tripping or something yeah. simple. So that was really fun. Do you have anything to update us on, Chelsea? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what I've done in the last little bit and nothing. Just been working and hanging out. Yep. So it's been boring. No, it's been good. I, I'm really trying to think what, what's been up with me lately, and I can't remember my life. So. <laughs> I can't remember anything. Um, well, I wanted to mention that I have stopped listening to true crime podcasts and stopped watching true crime documentaries and scary movies and shows for the past, I guess it's only been like a week. But I have to say that... My mental health and my life has improved quite a bit, just, and my sleep. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to this podcast. I will say, I woke up last night in the middle of the night, and I'm sleeping at JC's house, obviously, and I would not look at my phone because I did not want it to freaking be devil's hour. <laughs> but then I looked and it was 420. Blazing up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, ever since that episode, that Halloween episode, I've been scarred. So I'm the same. Spooked. I never want to look at my phone. I'm like, if it is 3 a.m., I'm going to die. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't been watching or listening to anything either. And I genuinely feel like it's made me a better person. So. Yeah. Well, I was listening to this podcast and they were like, yeah, uh, listening to true crime and all that stuff isn't good for your mental health. And I was like, Oh, duh. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when I'm listening to that kind of stuff all the time, then just every life situation I'm in. You think about that. I think about it. Like when I'm at the grocery store, I'm looking around. Oh my gosh, like someone's, someone here is probably going to kidnap me. Well, yeah. Even when we were um, on the LA bridge the other day. Yeah. And I saw a river. My first thought was, wow, there's probably a lot of dead bodies in there. I'm like, why is that my first thought? (laughs) 
Like, why do I think that? I should be like, no. wow, water. We're in a drought. Like, no. So anyways, JC yes. has a what? special announcement for us. Oh, um, okay. Well, we just, we literally just talked about how we hate when people are like, big things coming, you know, exciting things in the works. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So I said, maybe I shouldn't even bring this up at all, but. The life update is that this week has been one of the most exhausting weeks of my life because I've been working on something for the past little bit and I'm trying to wrap it up and get it all done before we head to Arizona for Thanksgiving. And so this week I have literally been waking up at one one day I woke up at 4 a.m. Um, I've been waking up at 5, 5.30 and literally <gasps> shooting, <laughs> literally shooting photos until nighttime. Like past, yeah. even when the sun is setting. So I have been so exhausted. But you guys are going to love what she's making though. Yeah, but it's going to be, it's really fun. It's it's weird because it's a simple thing. It's not this like huge, huge project, but it is. It is. Like, I was there for one day of it and I'm exhausted. The <laughs> amount of work that it has taken is honestly crazy. So anyway, but that'll be announced in the next few weeks. So you guys will hear all about it. And Chelsea's also working on something yeah um that you've been working on for a long time too yeah a little too long but and again we don't really want to like give it away yet because it'll be announced literally in probably a week so you guys gotta listen stay tuned it's super fun long time coming big things happening big things happening (laughs) stay tuned do you feel like i have a sound like i have a cold i I think i always sound like i have a congested i don't know why i'm like not even i'm Um, not even sick like my nose is all it's because the weather's changing. Yeah. Um, also, I want to have a... I know I have said this before, but I want to testify again to this, that being an influencer is not what it looks like. Because yesterday I went with JC <laughs> and we went and took pictures basically all day. And I have never been so tired of my entire <laughs> Chelsea, life. Chelsea goes, is this a typical day? I'm like terrified. I'm so like, honestly, long. no, this is like, this is on another level, but it was so yeah. fun, but it was also exhausting. Yeah. It's it, tiring. It was just another testament to me that it's not just, oh, when we go to lunch, let's just snap a cute pic. Like, no, it's so like calculated. First of all, can we talk about the guy at lunch yesterday and, or should we uh, not bring attention to our haters? We can expose, <laughs> we, we can spill the tea. So we were at this cute restaurant in LA, LA, right? And we were taking, I guess I just am never exposed to this because I'm never taking pictures anywhere. Well, okay. Here's, here's the thing to preface it. Whenever we're somewhere public and we're taking photos with our big camera, people think it's this huge production. Cause it's like this nice big camera when in reality, it's just, you know, I mean, it's just for Instagram or yeah. personal stuff. So it's not like. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but it basically would be the same if we had an iPhone. Yeah. But I think it takes it to another level when we have a camera. When it's a people camera. are like, what are they doing? Yeah. So we had all of our food out and we were taking a cute picture and JC had her photographer there for what she's working on. And it's like part of her job yeah. and like that she gets paid to do. And we're sitting there taking the picture and this guy like two tables down from us goes, are you guys going to eat your food or just take pictures of it? And I don't even know what we said. I just said, oh, don't you worry. We're going to eat it. But and then like, I think oh, of, okay. Oh, yeah. God. And then he like looked at his friends like, and then they all laughed. Yeah. 
They're just, just like, like trying to mind me. your business. Also, you look like the trendiest guy I've ever seen. Yeah. I know for a fact you've taken a lunch picture before, so don't even. Yeah. You look like you you're trying to be edgy. Are. Yeah. I know. It's so... And he like said it loud so like everyone in the restaurant could hear and like make you make us feel dumb. Yeah. I was but. like... Awesome. Well, with things like that, I always think of good comebacks to say 10 minutes after it happens. I know. Well, also, like, I should have been get... like, are you going to mind your own business? <laughs> but uh, instead I was like, hey, of course we're going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if it doesn't directly affect them, I get so confused why they care. Like, I could yeah. see if I was like standing on his table. Yeah, or like obstructing a view or like just annoying him in some way. But I'm like, you are literally completely unaffected by the fact that I'm taking a photo right now. Mm-hmm. So why? Because that's happened so many times. And Leif gets, <laughs> Leif gets heated sometimes. I think it's because he probably feels dumb because he's like, you know, it looks like yeah. he's just taking pictures of his influencer wife when in reality we're like getting paid to shoot a project. Yeah. But like people will just be staring and Leif will just wave at them. Like this guy was staring like, are you kidding me, Siri? Siri at the Siri drop keeps, of a pen. It <laughs> keeps going off. Anyway, yeah, he'll just stare at them or like wave at them if they're looking at a distance. But yeah, that was my first glimpse into it. So yeah, it's fun. Haters gonna hate. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So we asked if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, which you should, because we are constantly asking you guys questions and having you guys submit stories or your input, advice, et cetera, et cetera. And so go to our Instagram. It's what we said podcast or at what we said podcast. Yeah. And we are constantly updating our story. We actually will be announcing the winner of our giveaway, I guess, when this comes out. Yeah. So if you want to be. Oh yeah, it'll be the day. Yeah. So if you want to be included in further giveaways, you can follow it as well. So anyways, we asked these questions. JC, do you want to read the questions? Yes. So we asked, what was your worst breakup slash heartbreak? So I asked JC this last night. I said, what was your first, what was your worst heartbreak or what was your worst breakup? And JC goes, I don't think I've ever had my heart broken. (laughs) I just said, no trials in your life. Great. Well, I've never had like a horrific. You've never failed or had a heartbreak? Amazing. (laughs) I've never had like a horrible guy that like broke up with me and destroyed me. You know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have had that experience. My worst heartbreak is... Was life. Was life. Yeah, it's genuinely. And we've... If you don't know, I'm not going to go back and tell a little story, but if you want to hear it, you can listen to our husband's episode. Um, that was one of our first episodes. But oh, yeah. We, we to told... We again. told... Yeah, more of the story, but very briefly, I'll just tell you that Leif um, broke things off with me after we had been dating for... I'm, my memory is so foggy on this but about the time period, but we'd been together for a little bit. I guess we weren't officially dating, but yeah, he broke things off with me and went back to his ex-girlfriend. And that was like, that was definitely the most like shattering thing to me. Cause I had liked yeah. him more than I'd probably liked anyone at that point. And so then when he went back, so not only did he like break things off, it was because he wanted to be with someone else. Like that was just yeah. such a hard pill to swallow. But then I got him back. <laughs> we got him. Yeah, that's true, actually. I don't know why I remember that, because we were both heartbroken at the same time, laying in my bed every night, crying. Yeah. Wishing our boys would want us back. Honestly, that was kind of a fun time. I know. It was fun. When, that was, like, August of 2015? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 2015, yeah. So we got him back real fast, actually, because we were both engaged by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Me and Chelsea, we've mentioned this before. We were always 
it was like a cycle. We were always on the boy, same boy cycle. We'd break up at the same time, get together with people at the same time. It was very yeah. rare that we were like off on our cycle, That's true. Which is so funny. Well, it was nice because it's like almost we did it so that we could hang out with each other. And if like one of us had a boyfriend, what was the other one going to do? It's like, well, might as well get a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we dated best friends in high school. Yeah. The guys were best friends, which was awesome. It really and was. probably a selfish endeavor on both of our yeah. sakes, but... <laughs> Seriously, though. So what was your worst heartbreak? Hmm. Well, hmm. I, I guess I've never had a heartbreak. Yeah, I'm like, either. wait, I would know about it. I don't know if I've ever necessarily had a devastating heartbreak. And this is, well, I hesitate to share right now because this goes along with our last quest- question, which is what is the worst way you were broken up with or been or broke up with someone? Just share it now. It's fine. Well, here's the thing is I started having boyfriends in sixth grade, so... My sixth grade boyfriend broke up with me over the phone and I was at a sleepover and he was like this cute redhead and, oh, now I know we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) And he was with all of his guy friends. I was with all of like my friends. It was in the middle of the summer, so we hadn't seen each other in months or something like that. And obviously we didn't even do anything. He wrote me a note and was like, can I kiss you on the last day of sixth grade? And I was like, no, I'm saving myself for... I'm saving myself for marriage. (laughs) I'm saving these lips for marriage. Anyways, he calls us and I'm talking to him. And then the phone's just kind of getting passed around on both ends. And he gets on the phone and he goes, okay, Chelsea, we got to break up. (laughs) And my, it's my friend. It's not me. And she's like, wait, Chelsea. She's like, oh shoot. And then, then it got super awkward. and, And like, my friends were like, Oh, oh my gosh. Like he just broke up with you. And I'm like, rat. <laughs> oh, the saddest in sixth grade. Yeah. Not that it really broke my heart because, but it was more embarrassing because I was so mortified that my friends were like making fun of it. And that's very sad. No, I'm, it was fine. And then in seventh grade. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? <laughs> Goes up every year. No, I'm just in, in, in junior high, I had a boyfriend, only hugged him in between classes, didn't say a single word to him. <laughs> And I had my friend break up with him. And my friend went up and like touched his face and was like, Chelsea's breaking up with you. Touched his face? Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. That is so funny. But other than that, I oh, feel like what? Sorry, I could go on for hours apparently. So <laughs> I was going to say. the most traumatic breakup. I was going to say that I feel like you, your worst heartbreak that I can think of since I've known you has been Nick as well. Like not. That's true. Going back and confessing my love and getting denied. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. When, well, actually when my high school boyfriend left on his mission, I was super sad. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's necessarily a heartbreak, but I was like devastated because we had been together for two and a half years or something. And (laughs) while he was on his mission, that's when me and Nick started dating. (laughs) And I told my missionary about it. And later on, my missionary told me that he burned all of my stuff while he was on his mission. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Taking the anger out, his only yeah. option. That is yeah, so I funny. thought it was funny. I was like, oh, just pictures. Yeah. But it's actually kind of scary doing voodoo on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, sad. when when I couldn't get Nick back, that was very sad. That's when JC and life were in a tough spot too. Yeah, so me and JC would just be laying in my bed texting them. Hoping that someday they realize what they are missing out on. We'd, I remember us laying there being like, we're so funny. Why don't yeah. they like us? Like, I remember sending Leif a text. I'm like, no one else is going to make him laugh like that. <laughs> like, 
so funny and it worked out everything's yeah. great everything worked out but now we're gonna read you your horrific breakup stories um well these Some are of actually, these are really really sad they really are they well so we asked the question like i said what was your worst heartbreak so we got lots and lots of stuff do you want me to start uh yes you start okay I broke up with a boy I really loved because somebody told me that being in a serious relationship in high school is stupid and will only end in heartbreak. We had a good thing going and I probably could have married him. I broke up with him twice and after the second time he decided he couldn't handle my constant uncertainty and moved on. It took me a few years to forgive myself and be happy for him when he found someone new. Mm, That's that's sad. sad. I was thinking about this because a lot of people do say that. Don't date someone in high school it's never going to last. It's never going to work out. But sometimes mm-hmm. it does. Yeah, sometimes it does. And, and sometimes, sometimes it, why would you break up if you really like them? And it can teach you so much about relationships. Like I feel like all of the relationships both of us have been in, even though they didn't work out, I, I'm glad so that I was in them because it taught me so much about relationships before I met the man I was going to marry. Yeah. And like was able to become like the person I wanted to be in a relationship. No, exactly. And I think it's silly. I mean, unless it's a toxic relationship, I think it's silly to take other people's, you know, you know how yeah. you feel. So for someone to be like, it's stupid to date in high school, break up with him when you really like him. It's like, well, yeah. what's, why, why would you do that? Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of sad. And it's sad when people have to live with regrets. Mm-hmm. Like she was saying, it took me a few years to forgive myself because like, why was it? And maybe she was uncertain for a reason. Maybe it wasn't meant to be, but yeah, it just, yeah, that does suck. Okay, this girl said, got broken up with after three and a half years together, and he did it two weeks after my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. It sucked, to say the least. Oh. First of all, what a Rudy Pants face. Rudy Pants. Three and a half years. Guys can be the worst. Yeah. Especially in dating. I was going to, here's the thing. I was going to say, we don't really have that many guys following us on here, so we didn't get really any oh, that's true. of girls being crazy breaking up. I'm sure there's plenty of stories. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure funny. of it. But this podcast is just bagging on men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Got him. Well, okay. So you asked, we asked Leif last night and we were sitting there and we said, <laughs> what's your worst heartbreak or what's your craziest? Did any girls like break up with you? And yeah, he had like, no drama. Yeah, he's like, well, one did, but... And then we're like, <laughs> well, what's the worst way you've broken up with someone? He's like, uh, I think I ghosted a girl once. And then I saw her at an event and I just hid from her the whole night. <laughs> we're like, okay, that is not even dramatic. Like, yeah. just the most chill. Well, I, I called my husband this morning and asked him what was his worst heartbreak. And he said, when I broke up with him. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I broke God. up with him for the first part and... He said he was literally depressed for like three months because he, it was different. It was like the roles were reversed because the first time he was in love with me, but really he was saying like, I want, if I don't marry you, I want to marry someone exactly like you. And that's kind of why I broke up with him because he told me he loved me. And then I broke up with him the day after. And so he was crushed, obviously. Because he just like poured his heart out to you. Yeah. That's so sad. So I said, how did you get through that? And he said, submerge yourself in things that you're good at and your passions and apply yourself to other areas of your life. He's like, that's when I started running businesses. And that's when I started to do well in school because I was all of a sudden just like, okay, well, well got to put my myself. energy somewhere else. Yeah. That makes sense. But okay. okay. Oh, jinx. Oh, wow. Scary. 
My biggest heartbreak in life so far was losing myself. Last year was my freshman year of college and it was an awful time for me. I woke up every day feeling so ugly and awful. I had little to no love for myself and slowly became more and more unhappy. I let myself go, disconnected from disconnected myself from my old friends and happiness. The biggest heartbreak was not done by someone else, but by myself. The biggest heartbreak I've ever experienced was the breakup between my mind and my heart. Oh, wait, a poem. I know. Also, girl, I'm so sorry. That sucks. I've literally been there. Yeah. It was the worst feeling. The worst. But I wanted to read that because it wasn't romantic, but yeah. it's true that a lot of people do lose themselves and it's like, that is really heartbreaking. And, and the thing is, is when you do mend that relationship between your mind and your body, kind of, it does feel like you're getting back together. Like yeah. it's a new relationship. Okay. This girl said, I was in my senior year of high school. We'd been together for nine months. He was my best friend. We did everything together. Typically he would pick me up after school. We would spend all evening together. One day during school, he told me that he was too tired to see me after school. Keep in mind, this is after nine months of us being together. He was always so sweet and always wanted to see me. When he told me that he didn't want to hang out, I was skeptical. I knew something wasn't right. This will sound crazy, but I knew his Facebook password because I had watched him type it in before. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> you know. Uh, when I came home from school that day, I logged into his Facebook. He had spent the night with a random girl and according to their Facebook messages, he had painted her body. I read all of their messages. I wasn't mad at her. I was mad at him. I went to his house, told his parents who freaked out and I started dating his best friend two months later. <laughs> By the way, his best friend and I are engaged now. So it all worked out for the best. Oh my gosh. Honestly, what do you think about like going into and reading someone's texts or reading someone's Facebook messages? Oh, that's a it's tough a tough one, one because it's like yeah, it's none of your business. But also, sometimes people do find out that you know the person's cheating, and it's like okay, bye then. Mm -hmm. Like, and if they wouldn't have figured that out, then they couldn't have moved on as quickly. And like, true, you know. So I don't know. It's I feel hard. like if you have a legit cause for concern, I don't know. I don't want to say it's okay, but I get it more than if you're just like a snoopy crazy girl who's like, mm -hmm. you know, if you have nothing to go off of, but you're like. Just snooping around. I think, snoop. Well, also, if they give you their password. Yeah, that's different. That's different. I feel like that you can go in it if they give it to you. Yeah. But also, I heard this, I think, on My Fit Murder. They were saying, if you're looking for dirt, you're going to find it. So it's almost better to not, especially if it's not something serious. Like, okay, if you think that he's having an affair, I mean, I'm not going to tell you to look through his phone. But that situation is a little different than if you're like, I just... Like, I'm just I wonder bored. what he's going to say. And then you see one off color thing that he says or something to his friend and you're like, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've done that before where I'm like looking on um, like Nick's iMessages on my laptop and it like comes up as his text. And I scrolled or I was on his laptop and his iMessages were coming up and it wasn't anything bad, but it was like just something with like him talking to his friends that I like didn't like or something. And I got mad and I'm like, why am I mad? Like, this is That's not even your thing. business. And like, yeah. it's not, it has nothing to do with me. Like I went in looking for something to be mad about and I found it. So yeah. it's like, that's just stupid. It doesn't do any good. No, I, I agree. But in this case, good thing that you did. My worst breakup was my first breakup ever. We dated for about a year and a half and definitely were in love. It was just a few days before Christmas and I was going to leave out of town and so was he so we could spend the holidays with our families. Turkey the dropped. <laughs> turkey <laughs> dropped. The day before the breakup, we had our little Christmas together where we exchanged gifts and watched Christmas, movie, watched Christmas movies, etc. The day, the next day, the day of the breakup, we had been texting like we normally do as we were packing to leave. 
All of a sudden, he stopped texting me back. I just figured he was busy, but three or four hours go by and still nothing. Then he texts me back and all the text says is, we are done. I text back completely confused, then tried to call him to see what's up. It has been five years and I still have no idea what happened because he stopped talking to me completely. What? That is the most frustrating situation. They literally like had their own Christmas together. We're going to go their separate ways for the holidays to spend time with their family next day after they had their little Christmas together. Everything's normal. They were, were they were dating for a year and a half and they were like, everything was great. And he's just like, oh, okay, how frustrating. So frustrating. All you want after a breakup is answers. How mean of him to like give her absolutely no closure. Okay. My worst breakup was actually my shortest relationship, but it seemed like it lasted forever. I dated a guy for six months and that whole relationship, he was verbally abusive and created a whole different version of reality in my head. He is one of the most manipulative guys you will ever meet. But during the relationship, he isolated me from all my friends. So when we finally broke up, I had no friends at school and continued to try to be his friend since I had no one else. He was my best friend. That's the freaking oh, worst. There's no one if more, your there's boyfriend no is isolating you from your friends, get going. Get out of there. Scram. Scram. So, um, oh, he was my best friend for a year after our relationship and I watched him fall in love with a new girl and it killed me inside. Even worse, if I talked to a guy at work or somewhere and he found out, he'd call me a whore and he always told me how much skinnier and prettier his new girlfriend was compared to me. I remember leaving school almost every day crying because of him. So I have no idea how I stuck around so long. Luckily, every summer he goes up north to work, so when he left, I finally had time and space to heal. I finally started going out with my friends again and slowly became myself. Although the pain was still there, I kept working on myself and trying to become as happy as I could be. One day, I went out bowling with friends and I met my current boyfriend that night. I instantly had a bond with him and we connected so well, so I asked for a Snapchat. Yes, I made the first move. And we continued to talk. A few days after, my ex came home and asked me if I wanted to go to the mall. But my dumbass, who just spent months healing myself, said yes. Oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. And they, they just they got back. you somehow. Oh, they have a hold on you somehow. Yeah. Oh, but the best part, we ran into the guy that I had met a few days before. Like her current boyfriend. Yeah. And we both started talking and walking around Zoomies, talking while my ex had to stand there and watch me fall in love. After that day, I never hung out with my ex again. Me and the boy from bowling fell in love and found out we had very similar stories. We always say we saved each other from a long life of heartbreak. As for my ex, he's still with that girl, but he cheats on her all the time and my heart breaks for her. He will message me and try and get with me. But anyways, we, when we first broke up and even the year after, I felt like I lost everything and would never recover. Now I'm so thankful it ended and I'm blessed with the love of my life. Love works in mysterious ways. Oh my gosh. There were a lot of people that sent in things like that where they said their worst breakup led them to the person that they're married to now mm -hmm. or, you know, like they're so grateful for it, but... Gosh, dang, that is so rough. Okay. I was most heartbroken when I realized the person I was in love with wasn't the person in my head. I had continued to tell myself that he was amazing and loved me, but in reality, he treated me so poorly, constantly built me up and then broke me down over and over, doing things that absolutely crushed me, but then telling me he loved me um, when I would find out or get mad. Not saying he didn't love me because it wasn't always bad, but you can't mess with someone's head and call that love. I remember a quote that said, you accept the love you think you deserve. It was sad looking back and thinking that I did not love myself enough to leave when it, when it first got bad. Not only was the breakup heartbreaking, but coming to that realization that I didn't love myself the way I should was also heartbreaking. Mm. And I think you shared that quote too, because when you, you said when you first broke up with Nick, that was kind of why you broke up with him because mm -hmm. 
of that well not because of that quote but yeah you're saying like I was not accepting his love because I didn't even think I deserved it no I don't think you realized that at the time too that yeah. I didn't realize that at the time I just thought oh I, this isn't just gonna work out but yeah it's just looking back you realize looking back I I come when I went back to him I told him that was the reason is because I just he was so good to me and I just kept being like this is not I don't even think I'm attracted. Like, I don't even, like, at that point in my life, I didn't even think I was that amazing. So how would he, it was almost like I didn't trust him because he was thinking all those things. Um, that really is the most terrible situation oh, to be that in. That makes sense. Dated a sweet boy for almost four years. We did everything together, understood each other completely, and it felt like we were practically married. We were a bit on and off, though, and on one of our off times our senior year of high school, he started hanging out and dating one of my close friends. They both lost their virginity to each other, and they only dated for maybe a month. That? <gasps> oh, no. Four years together. And then you like, go on a break for a month. That makes me sick. Yeah. I found out through other girls in my friend group months later, and when I confronted him, he denied it to my face multiple times, but finally admitted it a year later. I got past it by marrying his angel best friend. No hard feelings. The boy has profusely apologized. Many years have passed. Also, I didn't actually marry his best friend out of revenge. Haha. <laughs> just a happy coincidence. He just swooped in and helped me feel happy when I was sad about the first boy. Aw. Oh my gosh. That would be horrible. I was going to say. rebound. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say that um, I remember in high school being heartbroken over because I mean, at the time, it felt like a big oh, deal. Oh, yeah. The, the, the details are so fuzzy on this, honestly. But like Chelsea said, I we dated best friends in high school. So my boyfriend and her best, her boyfriend were best friends. Um, but I dated him for a while as well. And I remember kind of same thing. We like broke up for a sec or just went on a, whatever. I don't, I think we were broken up for like a month. Mm -hmm. And in that time, or maybe even less, maybe like two or three weeks. And in yeah. that time period, he kissed one of my good friends, like yeah. one of my best friends. Yeah. And I remember being just like devastated. Like yeah. I was sick to my stomach and like, and that's not even as severe, but I just remember in high school being like, that's so the worst sick though. about that. It is the worst. Cause it's like that rejection mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of just like, not only are we not together, but I'm also going to get with your best friend. Like Seriously. it's the rudest. And then also well, it's hard too, because we were all in the same friend group. Yes. So that happened a lot in our friend group where people would kiss I each other. I dated multiple guys in our friend group and like they dated multiple girls in our friend group. Yeah. Cause we were, it was kind of a so, big group. Yeah. And so yeah. it was just juggling around and then two of them got married, ended up like in our friend group that didn't even date in high school. Yeah. 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 It's so crazy. Actually a couple people did. We have a couple friends that in high school didn't like each other or like dated other people and then got, got married. married. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Okay. Well, what's your, what's your, um, opinion on, because I remember being <clears throat> mad at both of them, mm -hmm. but honestly, mostly the girl. Yeah. Because she was one of my best friends. So I was like, yeah, why the was... heck would you do that? Okay. First of all, the funniest situation, because <laughs> there was four of us, like me, you, and then two other girls. Mm -hmm. And she was one of them. And then I remember me and the other girl were like, we, what do we do in this situation? Because it's like, you're friends with both of us. Yeah. We're friends with both of you. And I remember she asked you if she could date him and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I said no. Yes. Yeah, you were like, I just don't really 
feel like that's comfortable or you're like, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that or something like that. Well, I think she asked me if I would care and I was like, yes. Yeah. Like I would not but be then down she for that. Did. And I remember also being friends with the guy. Yeah. And me being like, I don't know what to do. So me and my friend who was not involved, <laughs> we brought you guys. Do you remember we brought you together? Yeah. You made we me and the try- girl talk. <laughs> tried to like mend the situation because we're like okay we just don't want any more drama like we just want to get over it but we brought them together to talk I don't, and it didn't end up well I don't remember any details of talking to her I don't remember anything I said I don't remember if I was mean nice I don't think you were mean I think you just said that you just didn't like that they were dating and she was upset because I think she felt bad but also she liked him and you're just like, I don't care. Like, I don't like that you're doing that. And I, th- that's completely understandable. Yeah. Well, cause we did it for and a I while. And I just remember me and my, my other friend were like, that did not <laughs> work out how we wanted it to work out. <laughs> but we that's actually so ended funny. up getting back together. Me and the guy. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. And she started dating someone else in our friend group. Like, okay, this is getting sticky and messy. So I was going to say, that's the guy that I went to oh, prom yeah, you with. Went to prom. So, so, okay. So I broke up with the boy or we broke up for a second. And during that time period was prom. And so I went with this other guy and we kind of had a thing for a second. Mm-hmm. And then that's when everything went down where the girl kissed my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, cool. Yeah. And then, so I was like, okay, I just, I think in that moment I realized like, I don't really like this guy I was going to, that I went to prom with. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I really like my boyfriend that I had been dating for a while. Yeah. So then I broke things off with that guy and then (laughs) me and him, me and the boyfriend got back together. And then that girl who kissed him started dating the guy I went to prom with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just shook to our core. Like all of us, everything was just funny. Also that guy that you went to prom with was the first guy I ever held hands with. Really? I didn't actually know that. I think he was because I specifically remember we held hands during a whole movie. And you know the first time you hold hands with someone? And it's heinous because your hand is so sweaty, but you're not like comfortable. Like now it's like, who the freak cares? You move your hand, you hold hands for a second, you're done. You're like, okay, my hand. But that's such a thing is like, oh yeah, first hand. You're like holding hands, you're both sweaty. You don't want to move your hand because it's so awkward. I just remember like leaving and being like, Oh my gosh, we held hands. But at the same time, like, that was not fun. Like, anyways. Oh, that's so funny. I don't know if anyone cares about that 10 minute story we just told. Yeah. Um, is it my turn or yours? Well, I was also going to say, sorry, I'm adding stuff to this long story, but I think when that happened, I felt bad because I started to realize because I had done that to another girl in our friend group who had dated my current boyfriend before me. And I remember thinking like, shoot, because that's probably how the other girl feels. Yeah. But I don't think you were literally best been, friends with her. No, 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 no. I so was way different, but she was in our friend group, but it, yeah. was different. it was different. But I also remember being like, I also remember made me check myself before I wrecked myself. Cause I was yeah. like, shoot. Also no hard feelings to this day. Yeah. Everything is all good. Everything's and all, got all good. Obviously we're all married. Okay. So it's end of, it's end of junior year of high school, maybe like May ish. And my crush of over a year, finally breaks up with his girlfriend. I'm ecstatic. It's my time to shine. I start low-key making moves. We start talking. A lot of embarrassing things take place, which are tales for another time. But by end of late June, we're dating. Mm. The relationship was pretty full-fledged right from the get-go, and we were either always together or on the phone, so high school. Do you remember, like, talking on the phone with guys yes, in high school? Yes, all the Hours. time. So funny. Like, what did I even talk about with them? I know. Like we talked on the, I'd like call you. I'd just text. I'm like me and Baba just talked on the phone for two hours. 
soda. He quickly, I should have been doing my homework, honestly. <laughs> he quickly became my best friend and I had never been happier in my life. I had struggled so much with self-love and body confidence that I finally felt kind of worthy. IDK. Growing up, I never thought I was pretty enough for a boy to like. So the relationship gave me a lot of validation, if that makes sense. Okay, pause the story. I think for every girl, there's a moment where you don't think that you're pretty enough and then all of a sudden a boy likes you. And you're like, oh. And you're flabbergasted. Like, what? And then all of a sudden from there, you kind of start to build your confidence, which is so sad. It's so true. I mean, maybe not, but that's how it was for me. Like, I remember the first time a boy liked me, I was like, oh, I'm cute. Like, I can get boys to like you. Well, you know what I mean? I remember always thinking I'm always going to be just not even the funny friend because I didn't even have that going for me to that extent. Um, Well, I'm saying, oh, I'm like, hey, actually, (laughs) no, but like, you know... Because I feel like the funny friend is always super funny. I didn't feel like I was like the class clown, the person that was just like so funny all the time. But I always felt like I would be like I would have all these friends who were like way cuter than me. And I was like, oh, boys will definitely go for them. And then I'll be like just friends with the boys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I felt like that, too, though. I felt like that was just how my whole like high school would go. How literally such pretty friends. I know. So, yeah. But then. Turned out, actually, a few boys liked me. Yeah, are you kidding? (laughs) Boys are get obsessed with JC. It's not even funny. Oh, whatever. That's why she's never had heartbreak. (laughs) They still are to this day. I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Okay, sorry. I just had to add that in because I thought about that moment where a lot of girls like, oh, boys like me? Yeah, no, that's so true. I feel like a lot of girls go through that. Before that, I know, unless they're like stunning from the moment they're born. Yeah, (laughs) they don't go through that. Those girls. (laughs) That's why I'm not friends with any of them. <laughs> I'm kidding. My sister's one of them. <laughs> and all my sister-in-laws. Woo! <laughs> it's it's but, a great but, you life. Know, you know when a girl is like dropped at gorgeous though? And like you get to know her and she's like so funny too. You're like, And Are nice you? Yeah. and smart. Yeah. And nice and smart and like works out every day. You're like, wait. Please have crippling depression. <laughs> serious problem <laughs> that's internal because uh, that is not so terrible <laughs> i put tears coming out of my eyes uh, oh my gosh anyways <laughs> about two months into the relationship i was talking to my best friend at the time and she asked me if i loved him because she felt like he loved me but was waiting to say it and i realized i really did after that conversation with my friend i decided i'd tell him We hung out the next weekend, and after a few hours, I said the three words, and he reciprocated, but started acting a little weird. For the rest of the weekend, he basically didn't talk to me, which was really unusual, so I knew something was up. On Sunday, I asked him to just tell me what was going on, and he said something along the lines of, I think I confuse romantic feelings for friendship with you, and I just don't think I can be romantically involved with a woman right now. He was bisexual. Oh. I was devastated. Wait, he he told her that he was bisexual? Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I think she knew that he was bisexual before. Anyway, okay. well, she explains. But how could I be mad at that, you know? So I decided to shove down my feelings because I didn't want to lose him as a friend. We decided we would tell people we broke up because we were better off as friends because he wasn't openly out yet. So I think okay. she was like the only one that knew. This is where the kettle starts boiling. The tea is coming, sisters. <laughs> the first of crappy things to happen were the next week at school. He told everyone he broke up with me because I loved him because I told him I loved him and he didn't love me back. I was so confused and disgusted with him, but I was so naive and fragile I didn't speak up about it. Wait, are they in high school or college? High school. Oh, okay. 
Then homecoming was a week later, and after the dance, we were at a party, and he said he left his phone at our friend's house, and it didn't have a lock on it. (laughs) (laughs) The friend's house was on my way home, so he asked me if I could grab it. He didn't want it left there because he knew people would read his messages and find out that he was bisexual. So she was also really good friends with him at this point. So... Again, of course, I said yes. Upon picking up the phone, I decided I was not going to read his messages, but then I broke. Hate myself for it would never violate someone like this again, but I'm glad I did this time. I read his messages with two of his best friends and found out he only dated me because he was sexually attracted to me and he missed sex with his ex-girlfriend. Luckily, we didn't have sex because I would have felt even more horrible, but wow, I had never felt so objectified in my life. The whole relationship just felt like a lie and scheme to get in my pants. I then went on to find that he thought I was dumb and my personality was annoying. That's where I put the phone down because I felt every insecurity I'd ever had and every ounce of self-hatred possible creeping back in. I was devastated before, but now I was truly heartbroken. December came. He messaged me basically apologizing for everything, and we had a really nice conversation. I said, wow, he really grew from this. Then, of course, he ends the conversation saying that he and the new foreign exchange student, a girl, are dating now, and he wanted me to hear it from him. I wanted to scream... I had enough, so a couple days later, I sent him a very long and articulate message about how crappy he treated me and how I hope he never does this to anyone again. Looking back, it was a good growing experience, and things could have been a lot worse, but I've honestly not been able to trust many people since. (sighs) Okay, can we talk about first how there's no worse insult than someone saying you're You're annoying and dumb? Yeah. Yeah. Your your personality is annoying. If someone calls you annoying, especially when that is a fear of yours that you are annoying. Yeah. And then on top of that, just because he was sexually attracted to her, like, yeah. oh, I have no worth. I'm literally a piece of meat. Yeah. Awesome. That's horrible. Yeah, that is terrible. So we asked a few questions on our Instagram story, and we're kind of just going to jump around here into all of them. So it's not going to be super organized, but we asked also, what is the worst way that you've been broken up with or that you broke up with someone? And then how did you get through your heartbreak or your bad breakup? So we're kind of just going to jump around and answer a bunch of these. This was one of the worst ways, or maybe I think this was just the worst heartbreak. Okay. My ex and I had dated for almost two years and had talked about getting married for a while. I was on an internship with Disney in Orlando, Florida, and he was at school an hour and a half away on the West coast of Florida. He came to visit and take me to dinner at Disney Springs after class one night. I thought it was an early anniversary date because our anniversary was in 11 days. All my friends thought he was going to propose. So I of course got my hopes up. He sat through dinner. Everything seemed fine, except he barely touched his food. He seemed a little nervous, which made me think, oh, maybe he really is going to propose. I asked him about the food and he said he just wasn't hungry. I gave him his birthday present because we hadn't seen each other since his birthday about a month earlier. After dinner, I wanted to walk around, but he said, he wanted to talk and walk over by a fountain. I thought, oh my gosh, this is it. He sat down and told me he wanted to break up. (gasps) I was completely blindsided and started sobbing in public while everyone around us was at Disney World was having fun and magical vacations. I mean, like makeup running, sobbing, embarrassing. After we talked it all out and said goodbye, I had to walk to the bus stop. There's a bus bus system specifically for the internship housing, and I didn't have a car with me in Florida, but it started pouring rain. So I called my now ex-boyfriend, who was also my best friend, and asked if he could drive me home from before he headed back to school. Most awkward car ride in my life. Oh my gosh. Literally, you think you're going to get proposed to. That's literally legally blonde. And then you get broken up with. That is horrible. Have you seen Lily Blonde? Honestly, not for years and years. That's how it happens. Like, she thinks she's going to get engaged, and then he breaks up with her. Or something like that. I haven't seen it in a while, but... Oh, it's so sad. 
Elwoods did it, girl. You can get through it. That sucks so bad. I cannot even imagine. I'm going to read another one really quick because it's a quick one. He asked me to meet him, him at a shopping center, so I did, and he brought me to a bench and broke up with me. Then he asked if I wanted to go get frozen yogurt, his treat. So I said yes, and we went, and when we were checking out, he said he forgot his wallet, <gasps> so I had to pay, lol. Worst part of it, <laughs> when we were driving home separately, we kept stopping at the same red lights right next to each other. <gasps> oh, and awkwardly, no, no, no. <laughs> and awkwardly not making eye contact on purpose. The whole situation was so weird. Oh, high school relationships. That is heinous. <laughs> that is so bad. The, the stopping at the red lights is so bad. Gosh. This girl said, my boyfriend of two years cheated on me for months. I found out over a text from his girlfriend from his phone. This all happened while I was in another province, which I don't know about different countries, but I'm sure that's another state or something. Yeah. There's like different provinces in Canada. I don't know if that's oh. where she lives or what. Never heard from him again. Stand up guy. Then <laughs> she said, tell Graydon. I said, hey boy, bye. <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. I know. So I dated a guy for four years from my junior high and high school through my entire LDS mission. So this is a girl. She went on an LDS mission and she um, was dating this guy. I was positive we were going to get married only to find out when I got home from my mission, he started treating me differently. When I asked him what was going on, he told me that he was having doubts about our relationship because I had gained weight while I was on my (gasps) mission. Keep in mind, I I was only about 10 pounds heavier. Long story short, I was heartbroken and completely furious that a guy I had dated for the last four years was so superficial and shallow. You would think after dating someone for four years, he would love you for who you are and not for your weight. I was clearly wrong. What ended up happening, like what happens with most missionaries who come home, is I lost all the weight. I'm very athletic and started back up at the gym where I started to lose even more weight and look really fit. Ironically, at that same time, my ex-boyfriend has the audacity to come at me and let me know that he is now ready to settle down and get ready for marriage. Little to his knowledge, I'd been dating a guy very seriously who actually met and took interest in me while I was at my heaviest weight. I let my ex know all this information, especially the part where my new man fell in love with me with those extra 10 pounds. He was so angry and told me I had only lost the weight for my new boyfriend. Ha ha, he wishes. Well, to let you know the end of the story, I ended up marrying my new man. We've been married for five months. He tells me I'm beautiful every day, even when I'm out of shape. And as for my ex-boyfriend, he actually ended up marrying someone who is heavier than I am. For hers and his sake, I sincerely hope he learned his lesson and loves her for who she is. That's so, I, I heard a few, or a few people wrote in stories like that where, yeah, they, they like, weight. they gain weight and the guy's like, eh, never mind. <sighs> Get out of town. Guys so can, rude. guys gain like 50 pounds and girls don't even freaking blink an eye. I know. You like dad bods after they've been married for two months. Yeah. Wow. I could just like <laughs> sense the hatred in my own voice just barely. I was like, <laughs> stupid boys. Stupid boys. Okay. This is a. Uh, worst way you were broken up with firstly i was 13 but we agreed to give each other cds for christmas gifts i wrote a broke up note and put it in the cd which i still wrapped yeah she broke sorry this is how she broke up with someone she wrapped it which i still wrapped we exchanged them at school on the last day before holiday break later that night i messaged him on msn and asked if he got the note that was it yikes (laughs) oh how creative honestly i know very innovative when i was a freshman in high school i was dating a guy for six months so 14 year old me literally thought he was the guy i was gonna marry and he broke up with me by changing his facebook status to single haha i woke up to the notification that is so rude (laughs) oh my gosh okay this one okay sorry no go you read three this one kills me 
I wouldn't count this as a real relationship, but in sixth grade, I had a boyfriend and he walked up to me at lunch when I was with all my friends and sang, I'm writing solo by Jason Derulo. <laughs> then at the end said, we're done. Writing <laughs> oh. <laughs> solo. I'm writing solo. Haha, <laughs> that's so rude, but I look back now and think that was hilarious. That is so funny about how mortified when you're that age. Oh, seriously. Okay, we're getting a little deeper here with this okay. one. It says, this is their worst heartbreak. My separation and then divorce from my husband. He was my first kiss, my first boyfriend, everything. He turned into a different person who was not willing to get help for his personal struggles. We separated when I had a three-year-old daughter and two months away from having my son. For almost Aww. three and a half years, we stayed separated and I prayed that we could work things out and get back together. Finally, I filed for divorce when I realized things were not going to change. It has been a hard and growing journey as a single mom these last four years, but I can say I am a stronger person, not because of anything I have done, but because of God at work in my life giving me his strength god has used my heartache to encourage other women and friends who have had marriage struggles divorce etc it has made me more of an understanding person to others in similar situations as well i'm crying so sad but good for you and your kids are gonna see that totally part of you and grow from that yeah and be better because of that well now i feel bad going to this funny one it's okay it's a pick me up so this is actually a funny breakup story. I was breaking up with my high school boyfriend. Well, we'd already broke up, but he wanted to talk about it. You know how that goes. Anyway, so I was telling him my reasons for breaking up with him, mostly the fact that I was leaving college soon and all of that kind of stuff. So he goes, I have a song to play for you. And he plays Evermore from the live action Beauty and the Beast. Honestly, it was so hard for me not to laugh because of how awkward he made it. He then explained about how I was leaving him, but I'd always be in his heart, which is kind of sad for him. But it was just the most awkward thing ever. And two years later, I think it's the funniest thing ever. And oh. let me play you a bit of the song. Oh, no. Oh, no. Never leave me, even as she runs away. She will still torment me, call me, hurt me, move me, come So bad. Of all the songs, like not even like an like not even like a cool pop like bluesy song it's literally <laughs> beauty and the beast oh my gosh here's the thing when people have stories like that i'm like well how long did she say they were dating or did she not say um she didn't say because a high school boyfriend okay well because people will be like we dated for two years and then he did this like shocking thing i'm like did he never show signs that he was a weird person before <laughs> yeah. that? Because, like, if he did that, he's a weird person. Yeah. So how did you not recognize that at some point before? Yeah. Maybe she did, and that's why she was not down anymore. I had, well, one of our friends, she had a boyfriend who was kind of a little off. He would, like, show up at our church out of nowhere, like, to talk to her. And not, like, a scary way, but kind of, where Just she would like, have to, like, be like, okay, can you block me because I do not want to see him and she went to break up with him one time and he was like okay but can you just wait and he wrote her a song on the piano and started playing and singing about how he didn't want her to break up with him and all this stuff and she was recording it and showed it to me and she was dying <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so weird like um, that's gonna make her get back with you yeah no thanks sorry um this one is Worst way I broke up with someone with a guy who just would not get the hint. I had to break with 
break up with him a good 10 times. And then after I did it for what I thought was the last time, I got a text saying, I'm outside, please come out. And I look out and he's standing at the park next to my house, crisscross on the floor crying. <gasps> we dated for three, three weeks, guys. If that, it was rough. Oh, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. Sitting crisscross at the park. Yeah, the most dramatic. Oh my gosh. The only thing that would make it more dramatic is if it was raining. Yeah, so you're saying he had like a boombox playing a sad song or something. <laughs> That's horrible. I can't. Okay, do we want to talk about, um, do you have any more funny stories about how people broke up with people? Or do we want to talk about a... No, I have, well, okay, let me say the worst way that I was broken up with besides... The most, well, besides the sixth grade horror. Okay. <laughs> but I had a boyfriend my sophomore year. He went to a different school and I was at my friend's house and we had been dating for a while. This was like my first serious boyfriend. I think it was my first kiss. Yeah. Oh. Wait, no, 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 it wasn't. Um, but it was like my first serious, serious boyfriend. I really liked him. And I felt like that just this new level, when you're in your first actual relationship, it's like this new feeling. Yes. And... I really like, I didn't see a single thing wrong with our relationship, but out of the blue, he texted me. He's like, Hey, can I come talk to you? And I was like, I'm at my friend's house, but you can come over here for a little bit. And he's like, okay, I'll be over there in a little bit. And I knew I was like, Oh crap. At least he had the decency to do it in person. (laughs) And then he gets here and he drives up in his truck and he's like, okay, come outside. So I come outside and we're standing by his truck and he starts telling me that he's just not ready for a girlfriend. He doesn't think we should date, blah, 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 blah. And when he's talking to me, I'm smiling because I know something's up. Like I'm, I think he was surprised because I was hurt. I was very hurt, but in the moment I knew something was up. So I was like smiling and just kind of listening and being like, okay, well, that's what you think. Like that's fine. Yeah. And then I look over to his truck and I see a leg pop up. Two of his friends we're in the back of the truck hiding under a blanket to listen to our breakup, like right next to us. And that's why he was like being so weird and kind of like smirking. Like he thought it was funny. Oh. To like break up with me in front of his friends. And luckily I didn't make a fool of myself and start crying or something. And, but I went inside and started sobbing because I was so sad. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, how old are you? His friends were like seniors in high schools at this point. That's so rude. I know. And then three days later, he came crawling back. So (laughs) (laughs) that is so rude. I know. And but the thing is, I know who you're talking about. And they weren't like malicious boys. They're just like just dumb dumb boys. (laughs) Like that's just I can see my brothers doing something like that. Where it's just like, oh gosh. Yeah. No. Actually, he's so nice. But that is so funny. I know. I remember in the moment being so pissed though. Like, come on, grow up. I would never do that to someone. Because I'm a girl and girls are nice. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, well, what have you done to get through hard breakups or hard times? Because personally, mm-hmm. I think literally the only thing is time. Yeah. That can truly heal it. It's true. And people always say that. It's like, time will heal. But well, really, that's the truth. That's really it. I mean, yeah. there's things, yeah, you can put your energy into different things and rely on God and things. But, like, you're not going to get over it overnight. No, so. it's going to take time and you're going to have to be thinking of it less and less every day. Yeah. Because there's no way you're going to wipe it from your mind in one day. No. Oh, yeah. This girl said time, but this is a great, great quote. It's okay to miss people who you no longer want in your life. Oh, I like that. And it's true. It's like you Mm -hmm. don't have to, I don't know, just because they're not in your life anymore. Like it's okay to miss someone, but. Miss them. Yeah. Yeah. 
but not like hate them. Yeah, exactly. And just because you miss them doesn't mean you want to get back with them. Right. Or that they're good for you. Yeah. And a lot of people said just stay busy, which I think is really important because if you're just like laying in bed all day, you're going to be depressed over it. And if you do just get out and whatever, yeah, work out, hang out with your friends, just yeah. Apply yourself, go do something like that's your time. Consider it lucky. All of a sudden you get all this time to yourself. You can go do whatever you want. You have nobody like waiting on you, waiting on you. So if you want to travel, go travel. If you want to do whatever. And my husband also said when I, when he, when I broke up with him, he said when he would feel really down and like upset and sad about it, he would think of five things he was grateful for. And it would usually just boost his mood. He would just keep going for the day which I thought was good. And I said, um, I said, not 10. He said, I only had five things. <laughs> I only had five things at the time. Um, this girl who was the one who said that she had, um, broken up like her mind and her heart, oh, the one yeah. that wasn't romantic. She said, uh, I took the summer after school to myself. I got a job at my favorite clothing store and all I did was work and have me time. I took it day by day, slowly working out more, eating better, practicing a simple self-care routine. I cut out bad relationships I had and focused on people who loved me for me. Most importantly, I re-fell in love with myself. It wasn't easy and I still have my days, but I truly am doing so much better than before. A great escape for me was Taylor Swift's new album, Reputation. Uh, Most importantly, the song called call it what you want. Oh, the song, call it what you want. And a poem she wrote called why she disappeared. But basically just working on yourself, music. I feel like music can heal. Yeah. Taylor Swift can heal a breakup more than anything else. A lot of people actually said I would like burn his pictures and literally saying picture to burn. It's crazy. She really does have some good breakup songs. Um, If you've been through something in a relationship, Taylor Swift has a song for it. Oh, you so bet she does to, to the exact, like, yeah, you know, she has oh, the yeah. exact situation written yep. in song form. This other one said the way I got over my breakup was working out of town. I started working out two times a day. It was probably a little excessive, but it helped me. And I gained a lot of confidence doing it, which is what I needed after the breakup. Ooh, I like that. So, I mean, you don't have to get excessive with it, but I do think that doing things to progress mm-hmm. will help you feel a lot more confident yeah and kind of get out of that rut running running was good for me not necessarily I can't remember doing it like specifically after a breakup but anytime I was angry or sad in high school and like a little bit after high school I would go running like on a run around my like block or whatever yeah and just run as long as I could because it feels so good like even just the sound of your footprints on the pavement like it's kind of like a stomping sound. It just is like so therapeutic. You can listen to music. You're pushing yourself. It just it feels really good. I like it. I don't. Well, actually, I hate running, but <laughs> yeah. I like well, the idea asthma, of it. So. Yeah, I'm asthmatic, so I have an excuse. Yeah, I think for me, talking things out has been a big part of healing for me in like mm-hmm. any situation. I'm just someone who likes to get everything out on the table, so. I feel like if someone broke up with me or something happened, I would like... If I did happen to have trials in my life. <laughs> I would have like called you yeah. and like talked to you yeah, yeah, and yeah. be like, this is what happened and whatever. And then you'd be like, he's, he's an idiot. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. True. <laughs> True. There's nothing like girlfriends in a group message to really bash on a guy that broke up with you. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that, you know, for, yeah, s- for a quick sec. Sometimes you need to tear others down in order to feel better. <laughs> the our quote for this week <laughs> that's what they said when you're feeling sad tear others down <laughs> bring them below you to raise yourself up <laughs> keep going 
Okay, so instead of our that's what they said. Wait, are you done? Did you have yeah, any no, other? No, I'm good. I'm okay. done. Instead of doing our that's what they said quotes, which we actually haven't done, I feel like maybe in a couple of weeks, but because we've just had such influential people talking to us. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about what we're grateful for, obviously, because Thanksgiving is in two days. And anyways, JC, what are you grateful for? So, well, first of all, I want to say that we were going to do a whole episode on like gratitude and feeling grateful. And then we're like, and eh, so that'd be boring. Boring. <laughs> so I didn't want to say the classic ones. Like, obviously I'm so grateful for God, my family, my friends, my job, my health. Like I, you know, yeah. the classics. I'm obviously super grateful for all those things, but I was trying to think of things that were a little bit more unique that I'm grateful for. So this is one. Um, I'm grateful for drama free friends. Oh, so I'm grateful that I have a friend group and just people in my life who don't bring me any stress. Honestly, mm-hmm. they just relieve my stress and make me a better person. Like yeah. I'm super grateful for that because I know that give not, you energy instead of drain your energy. Yeah. I know that not a lot of people can say that. Um, I'm also grateful for podcasts. Um, yes. I mean, obviously I'm grateful for our podcast as well, but I'm grateful to like listen to podcasts that uplift me and inspire me. I feel like podcasts have really been life changing for me mm-hmm. and which is crazy. And really, which is why we started this podcast is because both of us love them so much, but I just gained so much inspiration and feel so good after listening to certain things that I feel like it just lifts my spirits and makes my day so much better. So I'm really grateful for podcasts. I'm also really grateful for books. I was telling Chelsea, I used to be, actually, I did not tell you this, but no, I I was telling you how I've been reading more lately Mm -hmm. is what I was going to say. Um, I used to be an avid reader. Like when I was in elementary school and in junior high, I was obsessed with reading. Like I, what AR color were you? I don't remember, but black, probably the top one. I'm serious. I was obsessed and I, um, you're one of the students I would have take my AR test for me in elementary school because I did not like reading. Exactly. I thrived off it. And I would always, when I was a kid, be like, I want a big library in my house. Like I was obsessed with books, but I really lost Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Yeah. I really lost that spark in high school. I feel like I stopped caring about reading and I really haven't started reading until recently. And I would, I've read self-help books and stuff like that, which I do love. Um, but also I've been reading novels more lately, Mm -hmm. like books, like with just stories and, it's, I was telling Chelsea, it's similar to me as watching a really good Netflix show that you just want to know what happens next. want to go home and watch it. Yeah. So I caught myself like in Hawaii, I started reading this book and then whenever we would, you know, be at the beach or be somewhere where we were just chilling, I would be so excited that I could read again. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to know what happens next. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so weird. Cause I used to be so obsessed with this and then I just lost the spark, but I'm like slowly regaining it. And I just want to read more and learn more. And so anyway, I'm grateful for books. I'm grateful for people that are good writers. I'm not a good writer, so I don't understand how people do it, but I'm grateful for it. Same. Um, and then I wanted to read this quote lastly, um, actually two things. So on a life of it says, Research shows that recalling what you're grateful for trains your brain over time to become happier and that happier people are more productive. Ooh. So gratitude is a huge, huge deal. Yeah, it really is. And this is something that I don't do as often as I should, but I tried to a while ago start getting in the practice of writing down what I was grateful for every morning. 
And it's so good to have that practice of just like starting your day off with what you're grateful for because it really mm-hmm. does make you happier and healthier. Um, I think prayer is such like whatever religion you are. Yeah. Prayer is such a good way to start your day or meditation if you're not religious, but having those moments where you can say what you're grateful for as soon as you wake up is a good way to do that too. Really good. Uh, so anyway, this quote by Ralph Waldo, Waldo Emerson is cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. And I was thinking about like everything you go through, you should be grateful for, even if it's bad. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people said that kind of stuff in the stories that they wrote in, which is why I thought it tied in because they were like, this was the worst heartbreak ever, but now I'm married, you know, and I'm grateful that I went through that so that I could become the person I am today. And I've thought about that too, because I've talked about in the past episode too, just how I've kind of felt in a rut lately. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm honestly grateful for it because it makes the times when I'm not in a rut so much sweeter. Like, because mm-hmm. I just feel that different. Yeah. And he's, they're basically saying like everything in your life you have to be grateful for because it all contributed to where you are now. Yeah. Every single bit of it, even if it was negative. Oh yeah, completely. I, if you guys have watched the Tony Robinson documentary on Netflix. I don't think it's Robinson. Robbins. Yeah. Tony Robbins. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Tony Robbins on Netflix. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's I think it's called I'm not your guru or not your guru or something. Not a guru. I don't know. Look it up. But in part of that, first of all, it is a life-changing documentary. If you have never heard of Tony Robbins, you need to immediately research him and listen to him because he's so for some reason so good. But he talked about in the documentary with parents and he, he was specifically talking about someone's parent who wronged them, um, not necessarily by doing something to them, but by neglecting them. And he chose like the father chose drugs and his addictions over his child. Mm-hmm. And the child was saying, like, this is why I'm this way, blah, 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 blah. And he, Tony said, if you need to call your dad and tell him. Like you did, you made me this way. I did, you hurt my feelings this way. And like, be honest with him. He's like, but if you're going to be honest with him and tell him all the ways he screwed you up, you need to also tell him everything that you're grateful for that he gave you. Like, because you were a sucky dad, you gave me my resilience or because you were a addict, like addictive person. An or, addict. Yeah, an addict, an addict. Sorry. I'm this way or something like yeah. that. And that really stuck out to me because it reminded me of what you just said, because of all the people in your life, even the people who have done the worst possible things to you. I have to remember that for like certain people, if like they screwed you over or something, it's like, you have to be grateful for them for doing that for you. And it all of a sudden makes you forgive them kind of in a way. Yeah. It's like, okay, well you sucked, but you helped me a lot. So thank you. Yeah. No, I believe it. Did you have another list? No. I mean, I'm grateful for so many things. I can go on and on. Like there's so much to be grateful for, even down to sometimes when I think about the fact that I have like clean water to drink and Mm -hmm. AC and like the list just goes on and on and on and clothes that it just can go on for so long. You can literally look around this room and say like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. And I I think that it's easy to lose sight of that. Like, especially if life is not going the way that you want it to, Mm -hmm. like nothing is going right. I've, I've caught myself literally thinking that in my head, like, nothing in my life right now is going right. And then I stop. It's really easy to just, yeah, look around the room. 
okay, well, I'm grateful that I have a home. Yeah. I have a roof over my head. Yeah. I'm grateful that I have access to the internet and I can, you know, there's so much. Anyway. True. What are you grateful for? Okay. Well, I'm going to try and get through this as fast as possible because I know I'm going to cry no matter what. So, um, I'm like, because I'm grateful for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, well, it's the same thing. Like the basics, like I'm so grateful for my husband and not only that I have a husband, that my husband is the person that he is yeah. and for like the fact that he taught me how to be the person that I want to be. Yeah. And I'll stop there because I can feel the tears coming. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And just like for, um, yeah, like his hard work and all of that stuff. And it's been a rough year for us. So I'm just... I think I'm like, I think he's grateful for me, but I think we've been very realizing lately how grateful and how lucky we are to have that person and to be able to have that person to stick through hard times with. Like it's so, it just breaks my heart that some people don't have a person like that in their life to get them through hard times. It's like, then they have to be that for themselves. And I'm just grateful I have another person. Yeah, definitely. Um, And just my family. I I mean, you guys know I come from a big family. There's six kids in my family. And I'm so grateful that sometimes when I grew up, I really wish there was less kids so that we could have more. And have more, oh, like Just more things. Because it's like when you have six kids, you can't literally afford to send them all to private school or something, you know? But, and we couldn't go on huge, like nice vacations because there's eight of us. But, and I'm grateful that my dad always chose his family over working. Like I saw my dad so much growing up and my mom, like they were both home all the time because they wanted to be with their kids and they like knew that. that Yeah. They made like our family a priority and we saw that growing up. And I'm so grateful for that example because now I understand that so much. Yeah. And like, I value that so much. Um, intervening really fast, but I feel like the older you get, the more you realize that family is just everything. And we were talking about that yesterday. (laughs) She was like, after shoots, do you just like, cause we were shooting all day yesterday and we were in LA and then we came home and she's like, do you just get so excited to go home to Leif and Lady? And I was like, Hmm, I'm getting an emotional. Like, yes, that is, it is literally the best, like, yeah, just the best part of my life is like, I mean, my, also my parents and my family, but just like, my husband and family. my dog and like yeah. my little family. It's like, that is just the most, the most important part of my life. Like, oh yeah. And I think that's, and yeah, again, home. it's like, yeah, those people make it a home. Yeah. That and grateful for my siblings because they're like some of my best friends. Like I consider my siblings like my best friends. Yeah. And all of us are so different and we all have like such unique, different relationships with each other. Like each one of my siblings is so crazy different, but it's nice and it's, my mom always said growing up, you, your friends will come and go, but your siblings will always be there. And I always like when you get older yeah. and I was always saying like, what? No. And now I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's like, true. I'm grateful for my dog. Truly. I think, I mean, I talked about this in one of the very first, and I literally got emotional about my dog, but I think I wrote down like the earth as like hippy dippy as that sounds like the earth, the planet that we live on, that we have like mountains and beaches and like beautiful sunsets and things like that, where you have like moments of just joy. And that's another one I wrote down is joy. Just feeling the ability to feel and experience like pure joy. Yeah. And that goes in with my dog because I think she kind of shows me of 
and, and any animal, like they show you pure joy and like yeah. moments of being completely present without thinking of the past or the future. Yeah. So, and I'm grateful for you, JC. I was going to say everyone needs to have, if everyone doesn't have a friend like JC, it sucks because JC literally let me wear her very expensive jean jacket yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) When that's why you love me. (laughs) When that's when you get the most touched. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But I just feel like you just do so much for me. Hmm. And... I don't deserve you. (laughs) No, but really, truly, like you just do so much for me. And not only me, like me and Nick and just like everybody that you know. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) On your white sweater. I'm sorry. Awesome. No, it's okay. I'm not wearing makeup. Anyways, I'll try and keep that short, but I'm very grateful for our friendship. Me too. And this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Literally can't speak. It's good. We haven't cried on a podcast episode for a while. No, no, I'm extremely grateful for our friendship and for yeah, this podcast is like legit changed our lives. It's so crazy. Like it's I don't even know. It's so such a crazy thing. Like we didn't. I don't think either of us could have ever expected what. I mean, it's not like it's turned into this. Yeah, you know, empire. I don't think we expected the depth from it. Yeah. I think we went into it wanting to inspire and entertain people, but I don't think we expected to get so much out of it. Yeah. Even for us, like we learned so much and I feel like every time after we record an episode, we're both so uplifted and energized and it's like drained emotionally. Apparently, (laughs) Yeah. But it's so good for us to like get all our thoughts out and be able to like speak our truth to you guys and like but also to hear your stories and like to hear the feedback mm-hmm. that when you guys message us and are like, this episode changed my perspective on this. It's just honestly amazing because yeah. we've said before, we're not experts on, I mean, everyone's an expert on something, yeah. but we're not necessarily experts at like one thing in particular, but we're just two girls like doing our best, doing our best, <laughs> trying to have to conversations. the world. Yeah, trying to have conversations, bring awareness to certain issues, but also just like have fun and entertain. So thank you guys for giving us a space to do that. Yeah, we're so grateful for you guys because without you, we couldn't be doing this. And I know everyone says that like without my fans, I couldn't be. Yeah, but really, but truly, I've never felt so grateful for people's support. Yeah. And my friends and family, like both of our friends and family so who supportive support it of it. and who tell us like, I listen to your podcast. This, like, when is your podcast coming out this week? Like, well, yes. they should know it's on Tuesday. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, fake fan. <laughs> no, really though. It's no. so, it's so amazing. So we'll be even more grateful if you take a screenshot that you listen to this episode and post it to your Instagram story. Then oh, Also, I... Gosh. I, I mean, this one's going a lot over. If you're sick of the gratefulness by now, you can log out. But um, I'm also grateful for music. Yes. I'm, and sound, like in our senses, because even when we were talking about this morning that dogs can't see certain colors. Yeah. It broke my heart. I I'm know. like, you can't see a rainbow. <laughs> I know. Because when you see even little rainbows or bright colors, like I think that's why people are so fascinated with Instagram because you see all these beautiful bright colors and especially JC's feed because it's like, all these, so, like, they're so pleasing to the eye. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but, well, as if you guys haven't felt what it feels like to see something beautiful. <laughs> like, have you seen color, you guys? <laughs> I don't know if you've experienced color, but it's amazing. Well, and just oh, really sound is. and, like, touch and a good way, this is pro tip, 
one of the best ways to ease depression and anxiety is to pay attention to your senses and say two things that you can feel and like pay attention to how it feels and then acknowledge two things that you can see, like two textures, pay attention to two things you can smell, two things like you taste or something. Yeah. And like your senses are such a good way to ground yourself and to bring yourself back into the moment. So pro tip. I like that pro tip. I've heard that before. Yeah. Cool. Well, like Chelsea said, if you guys um, enjoyed listening to this, listening to this episode, um, make sure to screenshot it and put it on your story if you feel inclined. That's like a very, very good way for us to get the word out about our podcast. Probably the best way that I think we've grown. Yeah. So that is awesome. Um, and thank you guys to all of you who do that. Some people legit do it every week. I know. Like true supporters. So we're so grateful. Um, and we notice all of you guys and appreciate Mm -hmm. it. So, uh, if you want to do that, you can tag us. Like Chelsea also said, our Instagram is at what we said podcast. So definitely check that out. And another thing is, if you're not subscribed to our podcast, uh, click subscribe on the podcast app because then you'll get notified when we have new episodes that come out. I mean, if you follow us on Instagram, we post about it, but it's kind of nice because um, I'm like subscribed to our own podcast Mm -hmm. and in the mornings on Tuesday, it'll give me a notification that there's a new episode out. So if you guys want to get notified, you can do that. Is there anything else? I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Well, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Happy Turkey Day. Hope you guys have the best day spent with the people that you love and that you eat lots of good food and just have a blast. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And that's that's what what we said. Bye. Bye.